Welcome back to another episode of the Interlake Sports Now. I'm Josh Dugan, and thank you as always for checking out the show. On this week's episode, we'll kick things off with a fall sports update, although it's not really feeling like fall anymore with the snow falling. That being said, we'll start out with that before we move into some news featuring a former Flathead Bravette soccer star who's now getting it done at the University of Montana. And then we'll close things out with some Bobcats and Grizzlies football talk and take a quick look at some key non-conference games to watch for the Montana men's and women's basketball teams. And then next week we'll get into Montana State's basketball non-conference schedule a little bit. So I'm Josh Dugan. Like I said, thank you as always for checking out the show. Shout out Nomad GCS for the support. Let's dive into this one starting with with a little fall sports update. The prep soccer playoffs are going strong in the Valley right now, and we got some exciting news as one of our local Valley teams took home a state title. The Stillwater Christian Cougars took home the MCAA state championship with a 7-1 win over Billing Central last week. Congratulations to the Cougars on that. They finished the season 15-2. and Micah Strobel and Joshua Anderson each had two goals for the Cougars in the win. So major kudos to Stillwater Christian on being named state champion. Got to love to see our Valley School shining when it matters most in the playoffs. So had to give them a little credit on the show here. Glacier, meanwhile, engaged in a playoff battle with the Billings West Golden Bears. And 100 minutes of play and 17 penalty kicks, late, 17 penalty kicks later, Golden Bears did pull out a 2-1 win over the Wolfpack at Legend Stadium in the Class AA Soccer Quarterfinal. Hans Coggins scored the lone goal for Glacier on a free kick in the 78th minute that pushed things to overtime. The Wolfpack finished the regular season as Western AA Conference champions and ended a 10-year run by the Hellgate Knights at the top of the conference. So although the loss is a tough way to end the season for the Wolfpack, they have a lot to be proud of. Knocked off the reigning champ who's done it 10 straight years. So a lot to take from this season and the good and credit to the Wolfpack for a great season. On to the Whitefish Boys soccer team who punched their ticket to the state title game with a 5-0 win over Lone Peak in the Class A semifinal. Five different Bulldogs scored on the day with Adam Healy, Townsend Reed, Preston McPherson, Sam Dow, and Colin Lemon finding the back of the net. Ryder Elliott had a pair of assists for the Bulldogs. Major kudos to the Bulldogs for making their way back to the state title game once again. Been a soccer power in the state for a while. We'll keep you posted on how that championship matchup goes. They'll be facing off with Billings Central and wishing all of our Valley athletes the best of luck in that one. On to the girls' soccer scene where Bozeman knocked off Flathead 1-0 in the Class AA soccer playoffs. The Hawks ended the game undefeated, and things were close for most of the contest as Bravettes goalkeeper Joyce Sund had a 15-save performance, but the Hawks did find the back of the net at the 65-minute mark for the game's lone goal and ultimately the win. On to the Class A ranks a little bit more soccer action. We did mention Whitefish already. Jumping, uh, jumping around a bit from Class A to Class AA, but all good where Columbia Falls and Big Fork squared off in a Class A semifinal featuring Valley teams. So the Wildcats did win that one 6-4. They earned their first trip to the state championship game since 2014. Josie Harris scored a hat trick for the Wildcats, and Columbia Falls jumped out to a 6-0 lead in that one. But it's worth mentioning Big Fork did storm back. Three second-half goals from Peyton Gunlock made things interesting and gave the Vikings a shot late. Ultimately, though, those first-half goals were a little too much, and Columbia Falls pulled off the win. Hey, got to respect, though, Big Fork for fighting back and making it interesting, and major kudos to Sea Falls for picking up the win and setting up a cat-dog soccer final for as Whitefish beat Lockwood 5-2 at Smith's Fields, and Whitefish to earn their third Class A final appearance in four years. Impressive stuff right there. Five different Bulldogs scored on the day with Isabel Cook, Charlize Ulrich, Sadie Olson, Olivia Genovese, and Delaney Smith notching goals. So that'll be a big-time fun matchup for all you Valley soccer fans to keep an eye out for this upcoming weekend. Anytime you get a cat-dog rivalry game, it's going to be fun. 
but state title on the line. They're going to be leaving it all on the field. That's going to be a fun one between those two rivals up Highway 40 right there. So looking forward to that one. No doubt about it. Let's dive into our prep football roundup where Flathead closed out their 2023 season with a statement 48 to 12 win over the Hellgate Knights in Missoula. Great way for the Braves to cap off the season. Great way for the senior class to end their time and head into the offseason with some momentum for the players who are coming back. So you got to love that. The end of the year on a high note, Flathead QB Brett Pasola had a huge game. He threw for two touchdown passes, ran for two more, 118 yards total on the ground on 18 carries, and he completed 11 of 21 passes for 126 yards, took care of the football, no interceptions. So overall, a great day from the Braves quarterback. Brody Thornsberry and Gabe Sims were on the receiving end of the Pasola touchdown passes. Jada Williams also attacked on a five-yard rushing touchdown for the Braves, and Braden Capser scored on the ground from a yard out. So overall, full team effort for the Braves. Offense was clicking. Defense had a big game. Got to love that to cap off the season. Shout out Coach Caleb Allen for having that team fighting all the way till the end. Got to love that. Glacier, meanwhile, beat Missoula Sentinel in comeback fashion at Legend Stadium to lock up the Western AA Conference Championship and earn a first-round playoff bye, which is huge for a team loaded with talent and their eyes set on a state title run. QB Jackson Presley rushed for a score in the first half and had three second-half touchdown passes to propel the Wolfpack over the Spartans after falling behind 17-7. Cone Costellitz finished with six catches for 102 yards and was on the receiving end of two of those touchdown passes from Presley, and Bridger Smith hauled in the other score for the Wolfpack. What a year for Glacier. They finished 8-1 overall, 6-1 in conference play. We'll keep an eye out for those Class AA playoff action this weekend to see who Glacier will be facing after their bye. So shout out to Wolfpack. That'll be fun to see if they can make a run to the state title game under head coach Grady Bennett. Next up to the Class A ranks, where playoff-bound Whitefish knocked off Browning 50-14 at home. Big win. Bulldogs QB Carson Golick fired off four touchdown passes, 19-24 passing, efficient day for 315 yards, so a big day for the Bulldogs QB. Next up for Whitefish is another cat-dog playoff matchup. We mentioned it on the, we mentioned it on the soccer field. Now we got one in football. So they'll take that trip down Highway 40 to Columbia Falls. They'll take on the Wildcats in a Class A playoff battle. As for Columbia Falls, they ran away from Ronan, 53 to nothing. Gris commit Cody Schweiker through four touchdown passes and helped the Wildcats move to six to two, six and two overall. Schweiker was a perfect 10 of 10 through the air for 201 yards. Talk about efficient. Like I mentioned, those two will have a high stakes Class A playoff matchup on the horizon. Two longtime rivals right down the road. That's going to have a little extra juice, a little extra motivation, no doubt about it. Should be a fun one in Columbia Falls this weekend. One of the little side note featuring a former Whitefish Bulldog, Finn Ridgeway, last year's Bulldogs QB I saw on Twitter, got his first career rushing touchdown at the college level. Looked like they were implementing him in a little running back or a little wildcat quarterback, but he was getting some action in the run game. Scored a touchdown for Minnesota, Minnesota State more ahead of the Division II rank. So got to love that from the former Bulldog. Speaking of another Valley product who's on to the next level thriving, a Flathead product won Big Sky Player of the Week on the soccer field. Flathead High School product and current Montana Grizzlies' Skylay Thompson took home Big Sky Player of the Week honors for the first time in her career, and she got national recognition from the College Soccer News who named her to their Women's Team of the Week. So awesome stuff from the Valley product. Then last Thursday, Thompson followed that up by scoring a goal, and the Grizzlies win over Sac State to clinch the Big Sky title for Montana. So overall, what a week for the Bravettes product. We'll keep an eye out for some more news as the Grizzlies and Thompson are heading on to the Big Sky tournament and hopefully – for them, potentially a trip to the NCAA soccer tournament because they've had a great year down in Missoula on the pitch. All right, great stuff from the Grizz Soccer. 
So, moving to a little Grizz and Cats football talk. It's that time. Big takeaway from the Bobcats win over Sac State, and then I'll give my quick thoughts on the Grizzlies matchup with Northern Colorado in a game that looks like a very winnable game on paper for the Grizzlies. But big takeaway from the Bobcats, they're the best team in the FCS and maybe all of D1. I might be getting out ahead of myself, but they're the best at setting up the play action. Their run-pass option arsenal is unreal. That scheme keeps defenses guessing. Every play feels like it has two or three different options from a lot in chambers. They can hand it off. Usually they have a receiver in motion, a potential jet sweep kind of a play. They could roll out of the pocket and run, or they could pass the ball. So all of a sudden you have four different things to watch. It feels like they're always a step ahead of the defense. It really makes the defense have trouble making their reads. And the Bobcats usually find a way to get their playmakers in space. They might not throw the ball a ton. Chambers them a lot. They don't need to let it loose. They're not an air raid offense. But when they do throw it out of the play action, often there's a lot of space to operate. And they get guys open for big chunks of yardage. And that's what you want from those kind of plays. Keep defense guessing. The emergence of Wisconsin transfer Julius Davis, who had an amazing hurdle. You can go see that on my Twitter, jdugan406. I posted the video. But one of the plays of the year in the big sky jumped right over a Sac State defender. And redshirt freshman Jared White, he's also been great out of the backfield. So their lethal rushing attack is that much harder to stop. And now it makes it that much harder to stop their air raid offense because when you have to really account for the running backs, you have to account for both quarterbacks. And like I said, usually a man in motion, all of a sudden they are almost impossible to stop in that play action attack. So got to love that for the Bobcats. As for another, they have another big test this week, though. I will say this weekend's matchup, they got to take on Idaho Vandals in Moscow. Battle of top 10 nationally ranked teams. Look for Idaho to be extremely motivated coming off their loss at home on ESPN2 to the Grizzlies. So that Bobcats-Vandals matchup should be a must-watch game for Big Sky football fans everywhere. My prediction is we're going to see a lot of offensive fireworks between two loaded offenses. Look for the Bobcats to wear the Vandals down, though, with that rushing attack I've been mentioning and pull away for a fourth-quarter win, similar to what they did in Sac State, so at Sac State. So my biggest takeaway, though, from that win over Sac State on ESPN2 That offense is so dynamic right now with the passing game. Earlier this year, one of my biggest questions heading into the season for the Bobcats was, will they add the wrinkles to the offense to keep defenses guessing? Will they get one-dimensional? And it hasn't felt like that at all. It feels like any time they let loose in the passing game, it's for a big chunk of yards, it's for a big play, and it's when they need it most, and they really keep defenses on their toes. So got to love that. As for the Grizz, they're coming off a bye. Here's one thing for this game to watch versus Northern Colorado. They're winless. They haven't won a game yet. If you're the Grizzlies, as they say, don't play with your food. Go out there, put the foot on the gas, and run away from a bad Bears team. Not the bad news Bears, but the Northern Colorado Bears, who they've hung around a few times. They made a few games interesting, and you don't want to let that happen. If you're the Grizzlies coming off one of your biggest wins in recent years, beat Idaho, so much momentum went into that game. Now you have the bye week. You don't want to come out flat. You want to go out there and attack right off the bat and get a big win because next up is Sac State at Washington Grizzly Stadium November 4th. So this is a great time for the Grizzlies to roll coming off a bye. Keep that momentum going, get a win streak rolling, and ultimately keep your guys healthy and 100% for that matchup with the Hornets on the horizon in a a week or two because that's going to be the big matchup for Montana as we head down the stretch. Brawl the Wild coming up, of course, as well. But you really want to take care of business for Sac State at home, especially after losing a tough one last year in Sacramento. So let's move real quick 
to a little Grizz basketball action as the season is going to be starting out soon. Let's talk a couple non-conference games to watch. So, and then I said, like I said earlier, next week we will dive in to a little bit of Bobcats basketball action. So, we'll start with the Grizz. This is a couple matchups to watch. This is my favorite one right here. It might be a tough game, but national recognition type of a game. Starting with Friday, November 24th at Houston. The Houston Cougars, they ended the season last year as the number two team in the entire nation in the final AP Top 25 of the season. Right now, they sit at number seven in the first preseason poll, so the Grizzlies are going to have a big test early against one of the best teams in the country. That's a game you'd like to win, but at least go out there and compete against the best and give your guys the opportunity to grow as athletes. You love that one on the schedule. And this one has a fun Montana connection as well. Houston Cougars head coach Kelvin Sampson is a bit of a Montana Tech or Digger legend for his time coaching in Butte. The Ordigger's current basketball court is named after Samson, so that says a lot about the legacy he left in the Treasure State. So that one's going to be fun to watch for Montana basketball fans everywhere. Another game to watch for the Grizzlies is their matchup with the Oregon Ducks in Eugene November 10th, and the Grizzlies take on North Dakota State in Missoula November 16th. Also, a November 29th matchup in Reno versus the Nevada Wolfpack. They're a team who kind of weren't maybe quite where they were last year, but they've had a couple runs to the NCAA tournament the last decade and saw a program. So that should be a fun one as well. We mentioned Montana Tech a little bit. They'll actually be coming to Missoula to take on the Grizzlies December 8th. And although that should be a win for the Grizz, facing the NAAA, excuse me, NAIA school, I almost said NCAA, I'm all over the place, but... NAIA school, the Grizz should win that one versus Montana Tech. But that being said, Montana Tech was one of the best teams in the country at their division last year at the NAIA level. And they made it all the way to the quarterfinals for the, basically the final four, but I know it's not actually called that, but same thing. So they were one of the last four standing in the country last season. Montana Tech has some great returning players. That's just a fun one for Montana basketball fans to watch them. Montana products go up against the Grizz and a couple Montana products on the Grizz. So overall, just a fun game you won't want to miss. As for the Lady Grizz, two games jump out right off the bat with a pair of teams coming off trips to the NCAA tournament on the schedule. First up, Gonzaga and Washington State. The Bulldogs are in town November 6th and the Cougars in town on November 14th. They also host a Colorado State team that went 20-12 and last year on December 9th. So the Lady Grizz will take on some tough challenges to get ready for Big Sky play. Wins over any of these programs are impressive for the Lady Grizz. So I'm really looking forward to see how they do when tested early in the season. It's a great time to be a basketball fan in Montana, no doubt about it. In Missoula, no doubt. A lot of fun games to take in if you're there watching them in person. So... That'll actually do it for this week's show. Talked a little bit of Grizz, talked a little bit of Cats, a lot of prep sports. All of a sudden, prep sports, fall sports are slowly but surely wrapping up. We have prep football playoffs coming up. We have a couple big-time state championship soccer games on the horizon. And then all of a sudden, we'll be talking about prep basketball and the rest of the winter sports. So enjoy it while you can. All of a sudden, the snow is going to be here, and we're going to be talking about basketball. So it's going to be a quick transition, but enjoy the football season. Enjoy watching the Grizz and Cats, and enjoy all this prep football action as a lot of our Valley teams are in the playoffs making a run for another state title or maybe their first for some of these schools. So that'll do it for the show. I'm Josh Dugan. Thank you, as always, to Nomad GCS. I'm out, everyone. Have a good one.